1: hey guys welcome back to the pot it together podcast i'm nicole and i'm joined by my lovely co-host adam and becky Hello.
2: hello how are you today oh just peachy I'm, I'm actually feeling very chipper today
3: <laughs> yeah you're are a, you? you are you chipper
2: i am feeling very <laughs> chipper yeah yeah <laughs> well
1: so today we're gonna talk about our favorite plant destinations where we want to travel to that just has the best plants you know like bucket list places i'm talking about here and yeah. then we're also going to talk about flying with plants like if you were to purchase plants on vacation and how you would travel with such plant and mm-hmm. maybe some places to go to like while on vacation or how to look for for planty places yeah but first let's catch up and mustard you know the drill you, got you it. know the drill <laughs> all right so becca how was your week what have you been up to
2: um okay, this week has been lots of pumpkins. <laughs> so, I'm making fabric pumpkins. I'm selling them on my website. If there's any available, you should head over to my website. I don't know how quickly they'll sell, if they will sell. No clue, honestly. So, if you're interested, head over to my site. But, yeah, my my time has basically been just setting that up on my website and like Just doing stuff around the house, basically. For some reason, my house keeps getting really messy, which (laughs) means, like, I'm more productive right now, so I'm just, like, using things, and my house is just, like, in a constant state of mess. And um, last night, I did, like, a quick power clean before I went to bed, and even though it was, like, midnight, I'm so glad that I did it, because I got woken up this morning by the doorbell. Ding dong. Oh, no. The chimney people came to clean up our chimney. Oh, So that was embarrassing um, <laughs> Cause you know like when you wake up You look like you've been sleeping Like, yeah. And it yeah. was like 8.30 And this guy's already at work At my house So I just feel like a slob Every time that happens And I feel like I need to justify The fact that I worked until midnight You know what I mean I'm like oh no <laughs> yeah.
4: I was like
2: oh sorry Like my husband didn't say What time you were coming Like I'm a bit of a night owl So I was still sleeping <laughs> <laughs> like oh no it's like when you like
3: your face is just so perfect there i wish i would have recorded that you look like a scary ventriloquist doll
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's like so cringe like i hate that i'm not ashamed that i sleep late at any other time other than when somebody is like coming to do something in my house and i'm still asleep like no you shame feel like otherwise. You're being judged.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: because yeah, they're like, "What a slob! Like you're at home, like you're not at work, and you're sleeping." And <laughs> like, oh god, but on a Wednesday, on a what Wednesday. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's a little embarrassing, but what can you do? So they cleaned up the chimney. We found out that there's some parts on the inside that's broken. We need to replace. It'll work fine. Mm. We just need to replace them and Mm -hmm. it is freaking expensive like yeah what the the, of all the things that i expected to be expensive in my life that's not one of them like parts for a wood stove and apparently this wood stove is made by like one of the top two brands like and it's really old as well so it's like i don't know anyway i think it's made out of soapstone does that sound familiar soapstone i don't know much about them i don't know if it's soapstone i thought it was tile like i'm such an idiot i was like oh yeah the tile is like cracked he's like oh sweetie this isn't tile it's soapstone or whatever it is he was really really kind he's like one of the only people that well actually a lot of the people who have come to work on our house have been really sweet but he was very kind i didn't feel stupid talking to him about these things which is the best because um, yeah. i have no idea what i'm talking about or anything so he's like oh honey that's not tile it's this special stone that can get really hot and radiate heat and i was like wow okay cool thanks
3: <laughs> oh you're talking about <laughs> anyway. the, the stone around your fireplace not the fireplace yeah. itself okay
2: oh no no the fireplace is made of this stone Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it like looks like ugly tile. <laughs> like, wait, I don't...
3: can I get a? Can you just like show it to me? Because I feel like I just thought it was yeah. a regular fireplace. No, I <laughs> think I
1: know what you're talking about. Show
3: me that stone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does look like just like a tile.
1: It does. So the inside of that is broken. Back to the
4: mic Back to the mic
2: okay Um. (laughs) there's a pipe on the inside that like looks like it melted or something like at some point somebody got it way way too hot and some things melted and like Mm. are just old Um, because there's obviously a, a limit to the heat it can handle so it got way too hot at some point we don't know when it wasn't from us but anyway so there's like this tube in there that's kind of melted off and it has like a big opening and it's bringing in too much air so that Mm -hmm. explains why the fireplace would burn through fire so quickly or for burn through wood so quickly oh um we we figured it was a seal issue and it, it is because it's um letting in way too much air anyway this is like such a niche thing to deal with but
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny that you bring that up though because when when we bought the house one of the things on our list of things that they needed to do was clean out the chimney and do like a full fireplace sweep and Mm -hmm. and all that and out of like the four things on there which i thought were all super minor that's Mm -hmm. the one thing they complained about so it must be pretty Mm -hmm. expensive
4: yeah
1: yeah to get it cleaned out yeah yeah it was like 200 bucks to get just like that's not terrible considering like you don't want your house to set on fire
2: yeah it's like a, a small price to pay to not have my house go up in flames from a chimney fire Um, Especially because the wood we're burning isn't like seasoned for multiple years. So Mm. I have lots of people like trying to explain to me that you should have your wood seasoned and blah, blah, blah. Which is true, but you don't have to. You just need to make sure that your chimney doesn't have too much debris in it if you don't have seasoned wood. But like we did have a little bit of seasoned wood last year, but we'd have to go buy it because... What does that mean? Like it's just treated so it doesn't like ash off as much? It's just older. Like it was cut maybe like last season or the season before.
3: So it's dried oh. out completely. Like there's no yeah. like whatever moisture. The, yeah. Sap, sap. or oh,
2: anything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be more ideal, obviously. But we're not exactly in a situation where we were able to cut like a shit ton of wood last year. We were kind of like chopping wood in negative six so we didn't exactly have the capacity to fill up our wood rack after that
3: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. if this was a youtube video we would cut to becca chopping wood
2: oh my <laughs> yes, <God. we> would. <laughs> so be horrible horrible, horrible.
3: <laughs> when it i was is... younger our uh, our chimney started on fire in our house. Oh, my God. Like, all of a sudden, someone was, like, beating on our sliding glass door, and it was the neighbor. And my mom opened the door, because, you know, back then, if someone's beating on your door, you were just like, I'm going to open it and see who's there. Because the world was less scary. And yeah. they were like, <laughs> I just heard this, like, high-pitched scream, your
4: house is on fire.
3: And, yeah, the <gasps> chimney was, like, the chimney inside was on fire, because I, I just don't know if my parents never thought about needing to get cleaned
1: yeah. or what. I didn't think you needed to. I'm like, scary. You burn wood, it's going to get dirty. Like, what's the problem? Yeah. It is scary.
2: I thought about asking him, like, oh, is this like modern day chimney sweeping? But I didn't know if that was offensive. (laughs) So I didn't say (laughs) that. Just like to make conversation, because I'm sitting there, like, watching them work, and I'm like, Oh, is this like the chimney sweeps from Mary Poppins? (laughs) I was just
3: gonna say, like, if you would have went upstairs and came down in like a full-on Mary Poppins (laughs) outfit and been like, "So when do we dance?"
1: (laughs) She's got the umbrella.
3: (laughs) like swinging around in the kitchen. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine (laughs) go down. The
2: medicine go down. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like offensive, so I didn't say it. (laughs) I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a good experience, but yeah, I do have to pay a good chunk of cash for those parts, which sucks, mm-hmm. but hopefully it'll keep it so that the fireplace is more efficient and then we don't have to run our actual heater. So maybe we'll just trade off the cost, which, yeah, I don't know, yeah. owning a house sucks when this kind of stuff happens. Cause it's like, well, dang it, I have to fix this, you know? yeah yeah Ugh.
1: it's the stuff that you don't want to spend money on, yeah exactly you know? also,
3: exactly. I don't know if this is the same in every state, but in Illinois, when I bought my house in Illinois, the home inspector said that like uh inspecting fireplaces is not part of the stuff they have to do, like a home inspector isn't forced to do that, but my home inspector mm-hmm. did, so they like gave me recommendations on the fireplace, but mm-hmm. it just seems so weird that everything in your house is under the purview of like a uh, purview of a home purvy. <laughs> purview of a home <laughs> inspector <laughs> except the, except the fireplace like what like that's yeah that the one thing that could so much damage be, but no so we don't have to issues. inspect that
2: that's so our, strange our
1: inspector inspected it that's how we knew it needed a sweep Yeah, Maybe they've changed it since then. I don't know.
2: Yeah, actually, this is funny. The guy told me that there's, like, a crack at the top of the chimney that we have to fix, like, outside, which is another large chunk of change, unfortunately. But he's like, yeah, your inspector should have found that when you had the house inspected because that's a hazard because water will get into your house and, you know, mold and things. And, you know, Dan and I, we feel like we are kind of, like screwed out of a lot of things with the buy like it wasn't exactly like as clean as we thought, you know? Like maybe our realtor was a little sketchy. I don't really know, but there's been yeah, so many yeah. things where we're like, "Oh, that should have been done." Like like when we moved in, they all their previous person was supposed to have all their stuff out, but they didn't. So we had to pay because they couldn't contact the seller. They couldn't contact them anymore. They oh, never no. changed their address. We still get all their mail. I'm like, "What?" What the heck? Yeah. You
3: know, I think they do take advantage of first-time home buyers too, especially with you guys being out of state. It's just like – because it just yeah. feels like the yeah. whole real estate process is a kind of a you scratch our, our back, we'll scratch yours. Like your real estate yeah. person may know the sellers, so then they kind of like try to force you into buying – not saying that they do, but then like – Yeah. The real estate person also knows a home inspector. So instead of getting like Mm -hmm, the best mm -hmm. home inspector, you got maybe one of their buddies who doesn't do the best job. Like it just, it all sucks.
2: And we'll pass it along just to help out their friend. Like I didn't want to believe Daniel when he was saying that because I want to see the best in people and I want to be positive. But stuff like that keeps coming up. And we're like, what do you mean the inspector didn't pick up on that? Like they were on the roof, like they inspected the roof they had to inspect the chimney. They didn't notice there was a crack. like Right. And it didn't, I asked him, I was like, did this happen in the last year? He's like, no, definitely not. That was, that's like a long time thing. So I don't know. I think if we buy a house again, like we don't know if this is going to be our forever home, you know? So that's why I say if. If we buy another Mm -hmm. house, we're definitely going to be a lot more thorough in like checking things out Um, because it'll probably be another out of state purchase based on you know just how our life is so we're just gonna have to be really thorough and like take m- multiple trips there you know what i mean to make yeah. sure everything's right. okay because like it's not a bad we didn't i don't know i think we paid too much all things considered and that's kind of a sucky feeling but we you, you can't undo it now
3: no no yeah
1: and you can't really be too hard on yourself either because you are first-time homebuyers. You don't know about buying a house. Like, that would be our situation too. I've learned so much just from watching my parents buy this house mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, now I know a little bit of what to look for. But there's at least a dozen things that I would have never even thought of mm-hmm. that, like, you're relying on other people to do for you and to be honest about. And like you said, like, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt just because this is their profession. But yeah, when you're... When you're passing down referrals from person to person and everybody's in it for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons, maybe, then it it becomes a little unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, did you have to do radon testing in your house before you bought it? Like, did they? We that, didn't. That was a thing in Illinois where I was. And I'm just like, what is radon testing? And I was like looking at it and it's apparently just like a gas that leaks out of the ground that could actually cause some like major issues health. wise. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, well we didn't have to do it here but
3: do you guys have a, radon, a daycare, do you have a system that like autom like that was it, already on we, the house
1: we might it maybe it was recently checked and that's why we didn't have to do it i'm not sure what it was but i do know that it's required because when i had a daycare 10 years ago i had to pass that shit like every couple of years i had to send it in yeah so mm. yeah did I you have to do that, that,
2: that i don't know what that is it yeah, doesn't like sound this... familiar. I mean, maybe, but and I don't I never handled anything like that. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. There's Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Almost so much where I'm like, I don't know, we bought this house. Maybe we'll just stick with it, you know? <laughs> we we bought it when we were young and maybe by the time we're a lot older, it'll be worth a lot of money and we'll just keep it. <laughs> like Yeah, there you go. Who knows, but I don't know we'll see we'll just have to see but that's basically my update like i just uh being a homeowner that's what i'm that's what i've been up to so a crafty homeowner a crafty homeowner with a messy house
1: i have a feeling that those pumpkins are going to fly off of the shelf or wherever you're keeping them because they're so cute and i want them all so they're adorable (laughs) If you're not able to pick one up, guys, I'm sorry. It's because I purchased them all. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Um, Adam, how was your week?
3: Uh, My week's been pretty chill. Not much going on. I am leaving tomorrow to fly back to Illinois. I know, it makes me very sad. To help my friend Zach pack up all of his stuff and move out to Arizona. So that's exciting. Mm
1: -hmm. Jay was like, wait, why are you recording on a Wednesday? And I was like, well, because Adam's, he's actually coming to illinois tomorrow and he's like okay when were you gonna tell me you had plans and i was like i don't <laughs> <laughs> no. he's like wait he's coming here and you're not gonna see him i was like no he's gonna be three hours away and he's like okay that's not a reason not to see each other but anyway and i was like well i have to work all weekend and he's helping his friend move and he was like oh okay
3: <laughs> yeah so i get to make that road trip again which i'm excited by about uh what well, kind of excited i don't know but my friend Zach has a cat named Hank, and the Hank is, like, the chillest cat. The first time I met Hank was when I was back home. Well, when I was visiting you guys, and I went up to Bloomington afterwards. Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
3: Hank, like, literally, I opened the door, and not all cats are like this. Most cats are just, like, hide. Like, there's a new person in house. Hank ran right up to me, started, like, rubbing him on my legs, and was like, meow, meow. But... Which is a good thing, but Hank is going to be staying with Steve and I in Patches because Zach yeah. can't have a cat where he's going to be at for the foreseeable future. So I'm a little nervous about Patches because she's been such a spoiled little, you know,
4: <laughs> Yeah, she's
3: been all the focus for a while. And I'm like, oh, we're going to bring another cat. It's always going to be an adjustment, but I think it'll be fine. I hope. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you're just worried about the unknown, but I do still think that like... She that they'll be fine and like i feel like cats are different than dogs like cats will just separate like they're not going to spend their days fighting or battling it out like they'll just like not be around each other if they don't like each other
2: you know yeah oh my gosh that's so funny
3: but i have a different (laughs) it's going to be another they are another cat to like because patches has never messed with my plants and zach is like really afraid that hank will mess with my plants
1: Oh, I I didn't think about that.
3: Yeah. So I'm really hoping that doesn't I'm like, I'm hoping Hank will play with all the toys I've bought for patches that she doesn't give a shit about, like that $300 (laughs) wheel that she just like (laughs) looks at. I was like, maybe Hank will run on it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And also like the the tunnel system that you got her. Yeah. 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 The wall thing. Does she use that?
3: She does jump up there occasionally, but she doesn't usually get into that like little bubble thing very often. Yeah. Sometimes she'll jump on top of it. I'm like, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
3: But other than that, just been watching some shows. Sex Education on Netflix. The Circle. Are you guys watching The Circle?
2: No. No. It's a new season, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is it good? I watched season two. It was kind of cheesy. I didn't really like
3: it. Yeah. So I hate that it's like, hey, Circle, message potted together. Hey, fam. Heart face emoji.
2: Oh yeah, it's kind of cringe. It's like hashtag <laughs> double yeah. trouble. It's like there's no hashtags. Like there's... why do shows want to make hashtags a thing again? Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah,
3: yeah. Like you can't <laughs> you can't click on the hashtag to see like what's under it. But yeah. there's a hashtag that they've been using this season hashtag real recognizes real when it's just like catfishes saying it. And I'm like, this is so cringy. But oh. yeah, I still I still watch the whole thing, and I'm invested. But I do think my opinions on the show are, like, it just feels so slow. It's, like, the, every episode is, like, kind of the same thing. Yeah. And I'm just, like, this is kind of boring. But this season's been kind of fun. They threw in some, like, different things. And the finale just got released today. So I'm excited to watch it tonight.
2: <laughs> okay. So it's all out. Because uh... there's been
3: some, like, relationships, but they're not the people you think they are. Like, they're, like starting oh no. a relationship within the circle but it's a catfish you know
2: oh god yeah i
1: don't watch that doesn't sound it's like something i would enjoy but i do have to tell you have you heard of midnight mass no on netflix
3: midnight no, mass Adam? i just saw it yesterday yeah i didn't watch okay, it.
1: okay it's it's the same director as hill house and a couple of the same actors in hill house
3: oh so it's and like we're the third like, one of all of that
1: it's not the third one i don't think oh no i didn't even think to look that up i don't think it is but it's um really good like a like a lot of the same <laughs> angles pop scares that hill house and Bly manor have but we're like three episodes in and it's pretty good spoopy mm.
3: Skirpy.
1: Skirpy season yeah, I've
2: been watching. Well, I was gonna say I've been watching Big Bang Theory. Did, did either of you watch that?
3: Oh my god! I
1: never have, but I, I hear it's funny.
3: I dressed like Sheldon for years—the graphic tee with like the long sleeve, <gasps> solid color shirt. I was yeah. like all about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I didn't know what like the general consensus of the show was like nowadays because it's an older show and it finished in like 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but like i was looking into it anyway yeah i just wondered if there's other people that i've like seen it and watched it and like liked it because like so far it's really funny i really like it we're on season three
3: yeah i was obsessed with it i didn't i don't think i finished it out because i have a problem when things that i love are ending so i kind of just like don't finish them
1: yeah so they don't end so
3: i didn't like watch (laughs) the last two seasons but i have like the first five seasons on dvd like i was a i was a Mm -hmm. fanboy
2: Oh my gosh!
3: Okay, I cool. loved cool. the show.
1: Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of how, how we—that's kind of how we're feeling about Glee. Like we've been—we've wa- been watching Glee for the past couple of months, and now there's only six episodes left of the last season, and it's been like two weeks, and we haven't watched any episodes. I was like, "What's going on? Are we gonna pick this back up so we can finish <laughs> it?" And me is like, "I don't want it to end." I was like, "I know."
2: Yeah. I feel like that's such a common thing. Like you just yeah. in your it's like a you don't mean to do it, but it just starts happening. Like you're like uh... I'm just going to avoid this breakup. I didn't finish Glee at all. I don't even know how it ended. I got to, like, when they're in New York... uh, Spoiler alert. When they're in New York, like, in college. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty much, like... I watched, like, maybe a couple episodes of that. And then I was like, okay, this is kind of boring now. It's kind of weird.
1: It was weird once they, like, left high school. But then they still... Like, they're still ending up there with weird jobs. And I'm like, okay... In what reality does this happen to people? Because let me tell you, I didn't step foot back into my high school after I left it. And I don't know a lot of people that have. But I mean, it's cute. It kind of shows you like, teaches you a lot about friendships, I guess. And I'm enjoying it.
3: I think I stopped the same time Becca did. But also on that note, there are kids that I went to school with who are now teachers in the high school that I went to, which just feels weird to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. It feels a little like nostalgic, but I don't think that I would, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for a few years. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like fun, but also like, are you just trying to relive the glory days or like, what's yeah. really like the point, you know? I feel like
1: I would be depressed all the t- Like that would be a depressing situation for me. Like to be back in my high school as this 38 year old adult, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's for me. Yeah. Oh.
3: Okay, Nicole, um, let's let's hear about your your week.
1: Well, okay. So, update, <laughs> uh I'm officially a suburbanite. I don't know if that's a wor- real word, but <laughs> i'm making it one um my dogs both got sprayed in the face by a skunk Uh, oh
3: yeah that's okay that's what it is i was wondering
2: what dramatic thing you're gonna update okay yeah
1: i was telling i was telling them before we started recording that i have a great update and you guys know about it already and becca was like what is it i was like you'll remember um So I was I was actually at a wedding and Jay was at a a session and Mia was home. This was this past Saturday because her father and her stepmom had to work. So it was like a weird scheduled weekend. And, you know, my mom kind of just keeps an eye on the dogs, whatever feeds them when we're at work or whatever. And usually she texts me throughout the night or I'll like hear from Jay, especially if Mia's here, like I'll hear from Mia. No one was texting me. And I was like, where's everybody been at? Maybe they're watching a movie, whatever, you know? So I come home, I pull up, and the front porch lights on. Mia's standing in the driveway. Jay gets out of the truck because he pulled up like the same time I did, coincidentally, with like grocery bags of hydrogen peroxide and baking soda. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And I walk in the house, and my mom's like, Did you hear?
4: <laughs> Your mom? <laughs> did I hear Just about imagine. what? <laughs> i was
1: like no one in here but nobody's texted me anything i was wondering what you guys were doing she's like the dogs got sprayed and jay's like calm down it'll be fine we'll and she she's like oh yeah of course you're gonna say it'll be fine because she i mean we we were both working so it was like oh. mia my mom and my stepdad just like having the dogs on a leash having to <laughs> bathe them outside there's this skunk wandering around but was what was weird was that like We're conscious of the fact that we have raccoons and skunks out here because it is, you know, we have a lot of land around us and they're there, you know? Yeah. So we know, like, when we take the dogs outside at night, like, we have to be careful. But it wasn't even dark. It was, like, 630. The sky was still pretty bright. And it was, like, a little orangey, like, dusk time. Yeah. So, like, my my thought is, like, how did that skunk... You know because skunks are nocturnal, right? Like they have a hard time seeing in bright light, right? I know nothing that... about
2: skunks.
3: Me either.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is right because I googled the shit out of it. But anyway, <laughs> so they their eyes like it's like fire, like they can't they they don't like the sun, so that's why they only come out at night. And I'm like, well, why this is happening during the day now? Like, so what we have to take our dogs outside on leashes now during the day? I bought everything known to man to try to get these things to stay out of the yard. I got one of those, like, ultrasonic rodent alarm things. I got a bright-ass camping flashlight that has, like, a strobe uh, setting on it. I mean, just... (sighs) just everything you guys i'm just ready to move back to the city because my dogs still smell like skunk and i can't kiss them and i can't like give them hugs and it's so great and it makes me nauseous like the smell is this is so first world problems but it's it's really gross like the smell is nauseating yeah i kind of i kind of like
3: the smell of skunks
2: oh god
4: <gasps> i
3: knew you were gonna
2: say I'm... that have you ever smelled I'm... it up close though
3: yeah, no, yeah, I have because of roadkill. But like, I don't like the up close smell. But just like, I don't know, I can't I knew, explain it. I just because it smells yeah. like marijuana. Yeah, see, I can. Okay, like that. I'm all for but it. But it
1: doesn't
4: though
3: because I don't bake, mind baby. the smell.
1: I don't mind the smell of weed, but this smells like burnt rubber when it gets in yeah. your nostril hairs. Yeah. Like, like tmi but we had to like go in and like shave our nostril hairs because it was that like i I swore it was like embedded in in our noses oh um so they've had about six baths since saturday it's wednesday and um the baking soda peroxide dawn dish soap thing it worked but i'm like my mom's like we have to do it again i was like this is like It's probably not hurting them, obviously, but it's gonna dry their skin out. And I'm like, you know, just Mm -hmm. let's just leave it and see if it eventually goes away. Like, it's not terrible. It's only when you get up close to them that you can really smell it. But yeah,
4: okay, you guys, it was
1: a total, it was a total shit show. And um, if that ever happens again, I'm mark my words, my ass is moving back to the city. Not that I'm just
3: done. (laughs) Not that I'm discounting your experience and your journey that you've been on this weekend. But when you say things like, I'm ready to move back to the city, like you're in the fucking city, Nicole. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I want to take you to my hometown where I grew up with a thousand population was a thousand and let you realize, what, like, because you're just like, I'm in, I, like, we got all this wildlife, but you're still in the city. Like, literally, you can see giant airplanes flying over your house, and there is like a huge interstate, like, a couple blocks away. Wait, you away. couldn't
1: see <laughs> you couldn't see airplanes from where you lived.
3: No, because they were like forty thousand feet. The, like you can actually like <laughs> visibly see the windows on an airplane at your house. Wow. At my house, I could yeah. see like the trail. But no, yeah. like,
1: <laughs> that is that's funny. You're you're right. I'm only I'm only like forty five minutes from the city. This but remi- still, this
3: like this reminds me of
2: our yeah, I mean, first. Do you episode? have high speed internet? Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're you are like I'm a country internet. girl.
2: I do, I do. <laughs> okay, Earth to
1: the middle of nowhere they said. I'm a country girl.
3: <laughs> have you peed outside? Outside?
1: On the ground? <laughs> On the ground? No. <laughs> what's What's a tick? <laughs> oh god. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, but Listen, yeah.
1: all right. It, what I ha- I have I have all the things. We hit we we've seen deer, we've seen raccoons, we've seen Skunk, and and other things, squirrels, but yeah. So I don't know. Did that's, you ever try tomato much...
3: tomato sauce? Isn't that supposed to get skunk out?
2: Okay,
4: I think mm. I, I may have, have heard, heard that, that but I
2: didn't read that. It's a myth. Like oh. it's a myth. It helps, but it doesn't. um Because like with the baking soda and the hydrogen peroxide, there's something on a chemical level that like. Decomposes or something—the smell, uh, not decomposes. Like, di- uh, you know, dissipates, breaks it down. Yeah, it, like breaks down like the chemicals in the spray. So that's why that mixture is used. But yeah, because
1: this happened to Koopy and Leo yeah. just a few weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it did. But like, they didn't get a full spray. It sounds like your dogs got like f- showered in scum. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dogs. They were close enough to only get, like, their head sprayed. So mm-hmm. that sucked. I mean, no, I think their bodies got, like, a little bit of residual, but it wasn't, like... F- they weren't very close to the skunk. Um, yeah. And we did that mixture on Cooper. The first time we did it, it was perfect. We did it once on both of them, and Leo, the smell l- lingered. And it still yeah. is kind of there if you really sniff. So, yeah. but I think if honestly I think if you do the bath with that one more time I think it would help and then do conditioner yeah. after for their skin
1: okay yeah
2: I mean not that you need me to tell you what to do because I've lived here much much less time than you but
1: no but I mean hey you've experienced it with much hairier dogs I mean that's what I was kind of thankful for it's a mm-hmm. like good thing that they're short hair yeah because the long curly hair has to be oof tragic
2: yeah it was a bit of a it was a bit of a scene yeah we did, did your house smell like it did they come inside we we just washed them as soon as they came inside with it okay and then it was good enough it was deodorized enough that they could be around us but you know okay it lingered for it lingered mm-hmm. on them for a couple of days and then leo it lingered for longer mm-hmm. but that smell is so bad it's it it stinks so bad it like hurts Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah
1: anyway that's been the highlight of my week oh and i bought these charcoal bags because charcoal is supposed to be super odor, odor absorbing and i put them on my stairs to my basement because it's like berber carpeting and the skunk sprayed them and then didn't want to go anywhere it was like lingering around the back doors Aww. so they had to give them a bath but our, our dogs are too big like they don't go in our bathtubs so we bathe them outside with the hose yeah and it's like we couldn't because the skunk was still there and my mom didn't want them going on the new carpet so she put them downstairs so like the stairs kind of smelled like it a little bit
4: mm-hmm.
1: oh it's just been like a week of how to get skunk smell out of XYZ googling. It makes me a little
3: nervous if a skunk was that active around your house in the daytime though because usually that's like an indication of rabies. Like that they could be infected mm. with rabies. Like if you see oh. raccoons in like a heavily populized area in daylight or if you see skunks I always grew up being told to like stay away from them. And I actually had a situation when I was younger and I saw a raccoon in our town And then I watched Mm -hmm. a cop shoot it. And the cop didn't even, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. It was traumatizing because, like, to me, I didn't know what a raccoon was. And then my parents had to explain to me that, like, if a raccoon or a skunk, like, a nocturnal-type animal is, like, very active in, like, populized areas in daylight, it's probably sick with something. Mm. I don't know. Mm. So... Well...
1: That's really That's sad. scary. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. They didn't they didn't get bit, but I did read that most of the time your dogs will get bit, like, before they get sprayed. Because like they'll bite before they spray, apparently, but they didn't get bit. Like we checked them pretty thoroughly. And Mia was outside the whole time, poor thing. She was on the swings when this happened and she was like the one pulling them back. My mom was upstairs, so she like kinda was traumatized by it. <clears throat> But yeah, so luckily they didn't get bit, but I mean, they have their rabies shots, but still, that's really scary.
3: Well, yeah, because like yeah. if an animal like that bites your dog, then I think your action is you have to kill that animal because they need to test it f- to see if it does have rabies. Or else oh. you have to go through the whole process of like doing the rabies uh, mm-hmm. administration or whatever, but oof. Yeah. I'm glad and they didn't get bit.
2: Like This mm-hmm. is so sad, but like, if you didn't have a firearm, how could you even kill it? Like yeah you'd have to like what a horrible 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 thing oh my gosh like i wouldn't be able to do that
1: like even if i had a gun i wouldn't be i don't think i'd be able to unless it was physically attacking my dog yeah then obviously i'd be able to because i'd feel worse for my dog but yeah like if it was just sitting there i I don't know if i'd be able to shoot an animal like no way
2: no I don't no. think I could do that either. No, just the thought of roadkill, like, hurts my heart so much. So oh, much. Yeah. And, oh, Maryse. Oh, I, we talk about it way too much. But I'm just... <laughs> really we, every episode, we mention roadkill. Like, somebody actually DM'd me and said that they were, like, really disappointed that I, like, laugh about it. They're like, I really thought that you were better than that or something. And I was like, people cope with things differently. Like, obviously, I'm horrified that I killed this animal like i did that i'm in, impeding on their space like yeah. i feel horrible and like right like what but this is also something that
1: happens it. in the country like it's not something that you're doing on purpose An animals running out in front of your car
2: like, what am i gonna like, do like it's it's safer right. to hit it than to swerve like yeah. either they die yeah. or i die you know it's like ugh. i mean i'm gonna do my best not to but like Columbia and I'm just so upset because like it'll be in town and there's a deer lying on the side of the road for weeks it'll go into mm-hmm. a skeleton before they yeah, pick it that's... up like it's disgusting it's so horrible like I uh, the city of Columbia is not going to listen to me they don't care about me but like <laughs> it's horrifying and I would love to like write a letter
4: <laughs> yeah. like call
2: my representative and be like what the hell like this is horrible yeah, that's pretty gross. In town. Like, I guess in the country, whatever. But, like, in town, like, on major intersections, there's just a deer there for weeks. Like, come on. That come has to on. be a, yeah. the health hazard. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. How horrible. Anyway. Ugh. Okay. Moving on.
1: But also that someone would DM you and be like, why are you laughing about it? Clearly they don't know us and they don't know the kind of person you are. Yeah. So, so stupid. I'm sorry if you're that person and you're listening, but that was a dumb DM.
2: It's <laughs> anyway. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I think that it's so easy to think that we know more about people on the internet than we do. I think that's what oh, it was gosh. a result of, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. They uh, they weren't mean. It's just it was a message that was like you just don't know me at all and I think that you think yeah. you do and like that's okay because that's what the internet is making you think. But you Mm -hmm. don't know my heart and my intentions at all right at all
1: oh yeah so i could go on and, and on and on about this yeah because
2: it's hard you think
1: about it like we all watch influencers i don't i still can't wrap my head around the fact that like we are influencers but like we watch bigger channels and 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 influencers with a bigger following and i think about them and I think about how much I know of their life because they're so candid online Mm -hmm. and then I still can't think of myself messaging them being like well why would you do that like questioning them or judging them for something that they're doing it's like I don't know the whole story as much as I think I I do you know
2: yeah yeah it's yeah it's a hard situation I don't know like sometimes it's annoying but other times I'm like yeah I understand why you think that you know me but you don't Mm -hmm. because like i felt that way about creators so it's not like i'm like you're dumb so i don't know i I have empathy but it's also like it's annoying when it happens to you because it's like i'm not laughing at death like it's not right you know it's not i don't know and it was a random dm they've never DM'd me before i don't know obviously they listen to the podcast i don't know maybe they don't i don't i honestly don't know but Yeah, because we talk about it a lot on the podcast. I don't know why it always comes up. And, like, we laugh, but, like, just want to make it obvious to everybody. Like, we don't think it's funny. It's just people cope with things differently.
1: I'm quite traumatized by roadkill, to be honest. It's the reason I don't want to drive at night. I wonder if there's, like,
3: a correlation between a personality type and people who feel the need to, like, speak truth. I'm doing air quotes into somebody's life. Because, like you just said, Nicole, I I cannot think of a time where I, like, commented on somebody's, even when I wasn't even on the internet. Like, when I was just, like, a fan of somebody and commented, been like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. Like, I just, I would never. I don't know. Mm-mm.
4: Maybe I yeah, have and I, I just, know. like,
3: forgot about it. But it just seems like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't I I can't think of a time I ever did. Yeah. Sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's not. So I don't want to be caught on the not helpful side of that. So I'm just not going to. Like, they'll figure it out. There's so many other. It's like, what's that thing where it's like, oh, somebody else will call 911.
0: Group thing.
2: It's like that. Yeah. Group (laughs) thing. Like, somebody else will let them know. I don't need to tell them. But we should get to the topic because we're 40 minutes in. (laughs) We're, We're about to. We're heating on chatty episode territory here. is this
1: is is this surprising though let's be real
2: no I've, okay it's a slippery slope like we did that one chatty episode and now we're like let's just do a chatty episode like every I week know. we're like no we. this have is
1: focus this is how it goes it's usually us getting on a call and me being like so what are we gonna talk about today guys and you know we're thinking about it we're going back and forth with topics and i'm like let's just chat and becca's like mm-hmm no no we need a topic okay <laughs> let's stay focused and i'm like okay but um, people want to hear the
2: chats oh, i'm just kidding it's my job to to keep the the focus keep us, the, keep us. The, yeah what is it the our niche we gotta we still gotta have a little <laughs> contribution to the niche i guess <laughs> although if a pod i don't think i've ever listened to a podcast where three people just chat on and they just don't talk about anything in specific just Whatever I don't comes think up. so either. Let's start that.
4: No, I'm
1: just kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's basically what our intros are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're really long, but too.
2: Usually they, like, get to the topic eventually. Like, My Favorite Murder is, like, infamous for having, like, an hour intro. I used to hate yeah. it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of fun
1: that's weird that you bring that up big not to keep on with this chat but i used to hate it too when i first started listening to them and i i was skipping dare i say skipping yep. and now i really like it the so real I episode feel like, starts you know, at hey.
3: 59 minutes and 43 seconds
1: <laughs> yeah uh okay uh, okay we'll okay. time stamp maybe maybe not
0: Dot com.
1: Today's episode, we're talking about what I said earlier, if you were there <laughs> for the beginning, if you skipped over it, we're talking about, Skippers, <laughs> about <welcome back. laughs> our favorite plant destinations. So, okay, can I start? Yeah. I have always wanted to go to Brazil. Like, it's my number one plant destination before I was even into plants. Like, mm. Complete plant blindness, Nicole, wanted to go to Brazil just because I thought it was so beautiful. And now that I think about it, I'm like, well, obviously it was because of the rainforest and just like mm-hmm. how gorgeous it gorgeous it is there. And I was always secretly obsessed with the Christ the Redeemer statue for some weird reason. I don't know why. I just think it's this like beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just gigantic and it's on the top of a mountain. It's just crazy, crazy. But anyway, I've always wanted to go to Brazil, and me and my sister were going to go one year. I think we were like 22, and we were planning a trip together. And my mom had a travel agent that she used numerous times before just because she just didn't know how to book travel herself. Bless her heart. So Mm -hmm. she would use a travel agent. Um, I wonder if travel agents are still like brick and mortar, like if they're still around. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen one
3: not brick and mortar though but i think yeah i used a travel agent for my well disney world trip
1: okay so we we went in we we had this consultation we're sitting at the desk and she's like where do you want to go you know we're like we want to go to brazil and she looked at us and she was like no you don't (laughs) why (laughs) she totally shot that dream to shit because apparently it was just like really dangerous we're 22 year old young women and Mm. she was like you wouldn't you won't be able to leave the resort and i'm like is it really that bad like Mm. what so unfortunately someone else took that dream away from us and i think we went to florida it was (laughs) anyway
2: (laughs) you can go now (laughs) <laughs> yeah go to, brazil, I know. go to rio Ooh, how fun! yes
1: rio de janeiro but like the rainforest when i think of brazil i think of like the most beautiful rainforest on the planet mm-hmm. right and i don't know like i really do it's it's definitely a bucket list place like i have to get there before the end of my life for for sure yeah
4: mm-hmm.
2: um have you guys ever been i've never been to south america but i would love to it like for so long i was always like europe 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 but there's so many other places like so many cool places Mm -hmm. in asia so many cool places in south america so i need to broaden my horizons yeah
1: so that's my that would be my my ultimate planty destination Mm. the you know the brazil rainforest for sure I just okay. don't know. Like, there would probably be a lot of prep in in going there, right? Like, you'd probably have to get a number of ma- vaccine vaccinations. Like, aren't there some some pretty crazy like insects out there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if malaria is in is around there. Probably. I don't. I don't know.
1: I know nothing about it. I'm just assuming you'd basically be going like to the Amazon, right?
2: Like the Amazon. Yeah. River area I know nothing about Brazil sorry if you're Brazilian and you're just hating us right now um, <laughs> yeah no you're right yeah I think you would probably just go like the Amazon there's lots of stuff well, that would be such a cool trip so mm-hmm. cool I, I don't, don't know anybody just don't pee in the water yeah don't pee in don't the water. water oh don't pee in the water oh god those things <laughs> swim up the
1: stream <gasps> Yikes. She wouldn't even
3: pee outside. I don't think we, she would be peeing in the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd no. probably
1: go, I'd probably be like, my body temperature would be like 150 degrees, but I'd probably be covered in like neck to toe, down to my wrists and clothing, like terrified of getting bit by something. But it'd be worth it, you know? Yeah. To see those plants. Oh, to see those plants.
2: Yeah. I think for me, it's Costa Rica. Like fully Costa Rica is the most biodiverse Country in the world Mm. Um, I'm pretty yeah Yeah I'm pretty sure that's what it is (laughs) And you've never been to Costa Rica No I've never been my parents have been though And they said it was incredible Like in this small little country There's more biodiversity than anywhere else In the world so And they have like a, a cloud forest Oh gosh
3: I've always just yeah, to... I've always wanted to go because it's like mountains, beach, mm-hmm. forest, jungle. Forest. It's just like what yeah. the heck, and it's
1: not, it's not that far. Like mm-hmm. not that that far. Yeah. Um, my friend went there. I think on her honeymoon. Yeah, I think she went on her honeymoon, and she stayed at a beautiful place, and she she still talks about how amazing it was. And she's not even into plants, but I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like you can't. Like, you can't go to a place like that and not notice the plants, you know? Like, even yeah. a plant-blind person would go there and be like, yeah, this is cool. hmm Yeah, that's, that's my answer. Adam? Costa Rica. Oh, nice. What about you, Adam?
3: I, okay. If we're going to take my fear of flying and the length of travel out of the whole <laughs> equation, we're just going to act like I love getting on airplanes and going wherever, I would for sure say <laughs> Thailand. Like, Thailand, the Philippines, Malaysia, Borneo, like, all of those in that, like, area. Because that's where, like, all of our Hoya, well, not all of our Hoya, but a good chunk of our Hoya come from.
1: Okay, Bailey Sarian. Do you guys watch or listen to Bailey Sarian? I've talked about
3: her a couple of times. You talk about Mm -mm. her all the time. But, yeah, I don't watch her.
1: All the time. (laughs) She's in Bora Bora right
3: now. (gasps) With the overwater bungalows? I have always (gasps) wanted to stay in one of those
2: they're so expensive dude
3: they are i have looked up bora bora a lot but then the fact that you have to like take a tiny plane to get there i'm like no thank you
2: (laughs) oh
4: yeah
3: those those
2: bungalows are so expensive we wanted to do that for our honeymoon but we're like um no not even for that (laughs) not even for that it would be like 10 grand for like a week it's like no. and that's like basic yeah that's like the most basic room but it's so freaking cool That's a, That's like I a bucket know. list thing
3: Yeah that is a bucket list um, But yeah I just want to see a Hoya in the wild I mm-hmm. They're not obviously in the wild in the US I mean, mm-hmm. what, I mean I really mean in the wild Not that you have it planted outside and it's growing up your house But like where it originated from I think that would just be so <laughs> Can cool Can I come over?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah You want to go to their uh, hometown Yeah. Yeah for sure I did
3: did have the chance to go to Thailand quite a few years ago, like seven years ago. And I bailed just because it was after that Malaysian flight just like disappeared from the world. Still to not have been found. And that's a
2: thing. Yes. There was a Malaysian
3: air flight that like literally just disappeared and they've never found it uh and it no, was nothing of it in a, a month after that that's when i was like offered a trip to thailand and i just like i couldn't do it cuz my fear of flying was like at all time high
1: you know the the um currency out there like it's really cheap to go to thailand too like to stay in thailand i think is like super i remember this apartment we used to live in our landlord went there and he stayed there for like a month and he talked about how he only spent like 500 bucks and he did like everything. Wow. I was like, "Okay. Okay." But
3: yeah. Wow.
2: Okay. That is wild. You know, I'm stuck on this flight. I'm sorry. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Like Really? How can st- Look it up. It's it's wild. Yeah, I'm I'm going to look this up. When stuff like that occurs though, I my Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think Dan was trying to call me, but it didn't go through. Um, my belief in extraterrestrials grows even more. Because I'm like, yeah, that would be a great explanation. I think it's naive to think that there is... Oh, gosh. Okay, Dan's calling me. Okay. Hold on. I was going to say, I think it's naive to not believe in extraterrestrials, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Okay, hold on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Same opinion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same opinion. I mean, Jay's a huge advocate on extraterrestrials. Yeah. He watches all the alien things. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm like, oh yeah, that could totally be true.
3: I just think it's very, it's more... <laughs> well, like kind of like Becca was just saying, I think it's very naive to think that like in this giant universe, which the earth and our solar system and our galaxy is just like the pinhead of this entire universe or whatever that we're the only life form that exists like that seems just yeah. very seems very ethnocentric like americans being like we're the best <laughs> we're the only ones yeah like yeah, for or sure. like the mormon religion that's like everything is american centered like uh there's a whole world out there even just on this planet yeah. so uh
0: you're probably wrong <laughs>
3: Hashtag Jesus uh. Jesus isn't white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Number <laughs> Sorry. one thing. The man interrupts me it's literally okay. every time we record. I don't know how he does it.
3: It's, he has tiny senses. Cute. He
2: does. Um so I answered the phone. You're gonna hear the phone call. And he goes, Hey, how come you do the same greeting for everyone who calls you? You just say, <sighs> Hello. Hello? <laughs> and he like we, I was like, What? What are you talking about? Like and just say hello. Like, I'm answering the phone. He's like, I want my own greeting. I was like, okay. You come up with that. Hey, baby. Uh,
3: does he want you to be <laughs> like, hey, baby? Uh, maybe. I
2: guess hello, I do, my like... my sun
3: and my moon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're going to leave it at I my hello. <laughs> like, mommy issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> gross. Uh, okay.
3: Aliens. So this flight... All right. I think more information has come out about this flight, but they still have never found it. But it seems from what I remember because Steve watches this crap all the time uh, it seems like the pilot cl- climbed to a an altitude where it basically and cut off oxygen for the rest of the cabin. So basically everyone was either passed out or dead. But the cab the like, pilots have like special like oxygen tanks. So it's like the plane like he like intentionally climbed to kill everyone on board and then flew around for like Mm. another seven hours and then it just disappeared
1: can i just say though that if i'm gonna die in a plane let it be like from me passing out due to lack of oxygen like let that be the way it goes down you know
3: so guys i'm flying tomorrow i don't uh, want to
0: talk about it and i brought it up no it's fine
3: wait but i I
2: forgot Wait, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, wait. Do you really want to be done, or can I ask one
3: question? You can ask. Yeah, (laughs) we can talk about it. I'll
2: I'll respect your boundary. Um, (laughs) Do you think maybe he just, like, took the plane so high up in the air that it just burnt up in the sun? And is that even possible? I don't know. And then, like, the ashes... Okay, no, no. Somebody's definitely thought of that, if that's even possible. I doubt it's possible, or else somebody would have said that. Somebody much smarter than me. I would think that... Yeah.
1: I would think that before it, like burnt up or exploded the mechanics would just fail like from yeah. the altitude or something yeah, I don't know, I don't know. That is sorry so Adam wild. I totally forgot you're flying tomorrow. that's why
3: whenever I fly I kind of just like I want to see the pilot and just be like how's your life going like Me too. are you happy today like on this chart of faces which one are you today like
2: <laughs> <laughs> big smile or kind of frustrated a little tired are you okay are you here or are you here
4: yeah oh my gosh Um,
2: you know in um that's friends with benefits how the guy is like have you guys seen friends with benefits with justin timberlake how like his like schtick throughout the movie is like oh that one pilot who's a hero like didn't really save anybody the the plane landed itself like yeah so maybe that's some consolation like i feel like the planes are pretty planes fly themselves pretty self-reliant
3: yeah yeah steve's
1: got you covered in this department adam
3: It does make me happy to know that he's, like, literally watching every second. (laughs) And he does. That
2: is, like, setting expectations pretty high. Because when I went and flew, like, I was like, is Daniel going to do that? And I'm like, no, he's not going to do that, Becca. Like, don't even, like, get that expectation in your head. Like, he's not going (laughs) to do that.
3: (laughs) Like, usually.
2: no way is Jay doing that
3: either. Usually (laughs) when I turn my phone off of, like, airplane mode to text Steve, hey, I landed. I'll get a text message from him that says, welcome to wherever like he already knows that i've landed
2: (laughs) oh my god i love that that is such like a sweet like how does somebody tell you they love you without saying that they love you like yeah
1: yeah tell me you're amazing without telling me you're amazing
2: yeah um okay all right so that's our number one travel destinations sorry i just took over nicole this is your ship (laughs) (laughs) you're flying the plane today not me (laughs) i don't want to fly the plane
3: well nicole on a scale of one to this on this faces how are you feeling (laughs) if you're you're flying i need to know
1: (laughs) okay so on on the same you know thought of flying planes let's talk about flying with our plants shall we Mm -hmm. so okay when you're on vacation you know you want to purchase some plants maybe maybe this town has a great couple of plant shops that you've researched and you want to visit and you're like crap but I'm flying and I only have this one suitcase well here's here's what I do I pack one item of clothing for every single day of the week like I wear that every single day of the week so that I have all this (laughs) I'm wearing it today so I have all of this room in my suitcase for plants and that's just that's that's what i do no but i mean like you can you can travel with pretty much any plant and i had a lot of people reach out to me actually when i was flying back and forth to arizona a lot because i would literally bring a cactus back with me every time i went to arizona yeah. and they were like i didn't know you can fly with cactus because i guess they considered them a weapon because they're so sharp and like tsa is digging around in your bag but uh as long as you tell them like hey i have a cactus in there they'll be like okay you know Mm -hmm. and most of the time like they can it comes up pretty clear on the scanner that there's a plant in there but they always check my bag and they're always kind of just like you know yeah (laughs) tiptoeing in there yeah
2: tsa actually put out an instagram thing that said it was like a faq if you don't follow tsa on instagram you should because oh, so super. Fun. <laughs> they're yeah. funny. Like, I was not expecting that. Um, oh, I didn't know this. I'm going to follow them now. Yeah. They have a post on their page, and it was like, yeah, you can fly with plants uh, as your carry-on, in your bag, like whatever. So you can look at their Instagram and look at that. But I've also flown with plants a bunch. And I've put them – I've never actually put them in my suitcase, though. I've always just carried them on and Mm -hmm. i did get some interesting looks like this one time when i brought back a huge alocasia from florida i got (laughs) looks but nobody was like questioning me they were just like what's going on here Um, wait i have a
1: question about that though while we're on that topic because i was hoping you were going to bring that up where did it go where did the plant go did you ch- you didn't check it in obviously did it and it didn't go in the above carry like the carry-on
4: bin okay
2: i thought you meant like for now i'm like that's so insensitive no. it's dead nicole um it's i know it's dead i wasn't asking that um no okay so i just put it underneath my seat
3: the personal like, as a personal my item feet.
2: Yeah, Yeah. as my personal item. Yeah. So you do have to do a little bit of sacrificing here. You know, you can, you get your carry-on plus your personal item. So Mm -hmm. for this particular trip, I was traveling with other people. So I was able to just toss off one of my bags on them. So, yeah, if that's if you're wanting to do it that way. But I've seen people like straight up bring a box of plants to the airport and check it. So, Hmm. you know... Check with the airline, of course, to see how much that would cost. But I've seen people do that too. And you'd probably want to package it like you would if you're shipping it uh, because it's going to be tossed around, say it's fragile. But I've always just carried the plants on and hoped for the best, you know, put them under the seat. I made sure that they were secure and that the soil wouldn't fly out if it went upside down or something. Um, So, you know, tissue paper, tape on the soil, or just remove the soil, whatever works. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. it, I think that we should clarify. Earlier, we were talking about our dream destinations, but that isn't necessarily like we would go plant shopping there and bring them back because oh yeah, there's a such thing as like phytosanitary laws, <laughs> right? And you'd have to or not sanit phytosanitary laws like fish not not fish what? Why did USDA. I just say the word fish? Yeah, FDA <laughs> was that what you just said? FDA
3: U- USDA you know. You know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> there's some kind of agency that's saying yeah, basically you can do USDA. the plants within the, you can do the plants within the continental u s but like if you're crossing borders you you cannot do that,
2: yeah okay legally. Right. like I've heard between Canada and the u s it depends on the border agent that's what i've hey hey i'm not I'm not crossing that border, but I've heard that um Hawaii. And continental U.S. is pretty strict on the soil. It is, most of these laws are because of the soil. It's not ne- necessarily the plant. It's the soil, usually. Okay. Um, so, like... Which is why
1: plants that are shipped from, like, mm-hmm. internationally don't have soil. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's why the Dela Tanks cannot be sold internationally as well. Because mm-hmm. we'd have to get like probably somebody to make it there and then it wouldn't be the tank's Mm. product it would be just like a replica which isn't really
1: so what is so what this is me being very ignorant to like all of this and like like why that is Mm. what is what is it about the soil are they afraid that something's in the soil or is it just about Mm. soil from another country coming into america like what
2: i think it's bugs insects like Stuff like that that could be traveling okay. in the soil. I don't think it's the actual dirt itself. It's just like that. It's like a great host for those things, like okay. such small micro bugs and insects as well. I think it mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's the issue. That's why there's mm-hmm. like sent bare root. There's the an insect right now that is out and about that's horrible. It's kind of pretty. It's like a lantern fly or something
3: moth or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. Have you seen that?
3: That, oh, yeah.
2: No I haven't Yeah that one came in like unauthorized Like it's they don't want it here Because it ruins everything um, Oh shit I Like the
1: Japanese beetle yeah. God.
2: I don't know the ins and outs of the lantern Moth but I do know that I've seen A ton of people be like if you see this bug Kill it like don't feel don't feel bad Just kill it because it's yeah. not supposed to oh, be here gosh. And it's gonna like Ruin Decimate. things so, Yeah so that's you know It would be fun to do like A super Like I don't know Formal episode About that And like Maybe bring it It would be so cool To have somebody From like the USDA Come in And like explain All of that
3: Like the history Um, Of where the phytosanitary Came from And like yeah, yeah. That would be Ooh, so, would be so we gotta sick. Find
2: someone. Yeah.
3: If you work for the USDA.
2: Yeah. If there's anybody out there, I don't know why they would want that, but like imagine doing like a sponsorship with the USDA. Like that'd be so freaking sick. Um, Big time. Yeah. So that's something that I wanted to make sure that we made clear. Like you can get a phytosanitary certification as an individual, but it's expensive. But you need mm-hmm. to have that before you bring in plants from another country so like it's possible but it's expensive so you know right so we're yeah. talking about traveling within the u.s now
1: domestically, oh. domestically. Yeah, Sorry, i
2: should have specified that but thank you for
1: clarifying for sure oh yeah no worries um not bringing my scissors to brazil folks yeah. it's fine calm down oh and
2: there's even some states that have regulations like california Oh, yeah. Arizona too, right? Probably Arizona, yeah. There's some shops that don't ship to Arizona and California because they're major producers of, like, a ton of food. So, you know, sometimes there's that too.
3: I will say this is something that I I thought about because a lot of people, like, especially even on my moving with plants vlog on youtube Mm -hmm. i still get comments of like isn't that illegal to take plants and i get comments in real life of people like you brought 150 plants to arizona that's illegal and it's not if you look Mm -hmm. at the rules Mm -hmm. it all states like if it's in your personal collection there's no issues across any state lines but if you're bringing something from a nursery or a commercially operated like, if I bought a tree from a nursery and thought I would haul it into Arizona, that's illegal. But, like, if I... Really? If I have it in my own potting medium that I've mixed, then it's not illegal. But a lot so of... So,
1: if you went to... If you... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. If you... um, Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, I tried to buy Hoya from a certain nursery, Gardinos in Florida, and they won't yeah. ship to the Arizona because they're a commercial nursery And they have to have a special certification And if they don't have that certification Then the plants have to be shipped to like a processing site Where they have to be inspected And then they can be sent to mm. me So they just don't even deal with any of it
4: mm.
1: So what's that big show in Florida That everybody was talking about going to? International IAS. Aeroid Society Yeah Show IAS or whatever Um If you went to that, you couldn't bring a bunch of plants back with you?
3: Yeah, I think you could. Because a lot of the times the plants at the IAS are, like, kind of bare root or in spag kind of thing.
2: Oh, okay. Because the sellers come from, like, international places. Oh, yeah. Not all the time. I don't know. Then there's a lot of, like, how would anyone even know as well? I don't know. Like, I feel like so many things get swept under the rug without you even knowing like maybe that is illegal but like no one would ever even think to ask right like I don't no, yeah. know yeah is, is somebody gonna be like inspecting I don't know like how would I don't know we're not like legal legal people USDA but like I don't know I've never had issues
1: I wonder if there's people out there that work for the USDA or you know there must be that Research that stuff, yeah, online.
3: I mean, I know there's some, and try to find there's people. Like California has some checkpoints. Although I've been to California a couple times and I've never had to go through them. You know,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. they just ask you if you're bringing in any fruit, and they just ask. Nobody's inspecting anything. They're they're going off of you being honest,
1: <laughs> which is like, kind of like when you fly out of when you fly out of the country, like those international cards that you get on the airplane that are like. Are you carrying uh-huh. this, that, or the other? And you have to make your check yes or no. Well, yeah. if I check no, then are you checking me?
2: Yeah. Okay, but that's a funny thing with international shopping. Like, if you buy something internationally, you can declare it at the airport and get some money back. Like, they, the U.S. will pay the tax or something. Isn't that oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like liquor and. S- Cigarettes, but maybe? maybe not cigarettes, but liquor for sure. When I went to Perfume. when I went to Iceland too, like we bought a bunch of stuff because it was like obviously Iceland and cool. We bought like sweaters and a bunch of wool stuff, and we declared it, and then we got some money back. I don't know how or why.
3: Wow, wow, yeah,
2: yeah, I didn't know. Like that Maybe like eighty bucks. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody comment on our most recent post how that works. And then also, if you or someone you know has a connection with the USDA, also let us know. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. Should
3: we? Real quick. Should we? What are some things that you guys do uh, when you travel? Like, okay, so you're going on vacation, but you want to look at plant shops. Like Google's Mm -hmm. your best Mm -hmm. bet, but also like crowdsourcing Instagram.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's this website. Somebody actually messaged me and asked if I had any recommendations for plant shops just in the United States because they're doing a road trip. And I was like, oh, that's so broad. I don't know what to say. And then I remembered my friend Christine from the Instagram account Work Hard, Work Hard, Plant Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a website, and on the website, she's compiled this huge blog. It's called It's, like, a page on her site called Planty Places. So it's this huge blog of, like, just, like, an archive of plant shops in the United States, um, Arizona through whatever, you know, like, A through Z, all the states. Um, And there's a ton for California because that's where she's from, so she's been able to go to these places. But anytime, you know, she has an Instagram hashtag and I think also an Instagram page for this. Uh, we'll link some stuff in the show notes and maybe in our stories, but you can head over to that to get a lot of resources um, for basically somebody who's compiled a ton of crowdsourced crowd plant shops. Yeah. From the community, because sometimes when you're looking at Google, it's like, is this going to be a flower nursery or is this going to have a greenhouse for house plants? You can't right. tell yeah. sometimes
1: yeah and that's 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 what i was gonna bring up too because i feel like when i go to a different place even like the far suburbs of illinois like since i've moved here i've been kind of going to different places and like looking at plant shops in the area Mm -hmm. and i just like go to my maps and i type in nursery and i see what pops up yeah you know and then i kind of just research that place on its own but referrals are the best i feel because Mm -hmm other people like you are going to give you other planty people are going to give you like the best advice on what's the plantiest place or like the place with the most tropicals
2: yeah um yeah yeah and also indoor jungle directory on another note you know Mm -hmm. you can go into the hashtags on instagram you know columbia indoor jungle phoenix indoor jungle tempe indoor jungle whatever and search up someone who's using the hashtag and see where they're shopping or even just send them a message and then there's the indoor jungle mm-hmm. directory website where you can like go into a forum yeah Yep.
3: yeah I've had people message me and just ask like what are good plant shops locally if they're coming here for a vacation and I'm always happy to share like the ones that I like or I've been to um, mm-hmm. Yep. so yeah yeah that's a good way
1: alright should we wrap it up all right guys thanks so much for joining us in today's episode if you haven't already be sure to be following us over on instagram at potted together and youtube potted together we have a recent video that went up a couple weeks ago if you missed that be sure to check it out it was a lot of fun doing that video we need to do some more videos soon so maybe we can talk about that
2: yeah we need to do a video of all three of us live together not in person because we can't but like you know all three of us chatting at the same time
1: yeah and then also oh should we do a question we did get a question
4: okay
2: we We got one we did
1: get one let's just a reminder guys if you have any questions for us um hold on one second Oh, sorry. If you have any questions for us, feel free to email us, uh, potted together podcast at gmail.com. And then we'll try to answer one or two listener questions uh, every week.
2: Becca, do you want to read it? Mm hmm. Okay. It says this is from Don Meyer, who I think sent us a really sweet um, Instagram message as well. After one of our okay. latest episodes. Um, okay. Hi, I so enjoy your podcast, even the non-planty chatty episodes. Thank you. So <laughs> for <all>. my question, <laughs> I received several Hoya cuttings, pubic calyx, car- or carnosa, not sure, in March of 2021. They finally started growing vines and leaves this summer. So will they continue growing through the winter like my pothos? Also, I have two leaves on the same node question mark but is but one is bigger and the other is tiny is that normal thanks and keep up the good work and it looks like a carnosa
1: yeah um maybe stardust i don't know i see some speckles but carnosa nonetheless Mm -hmm. nonetheless um question one will they continue growing through winter i mean
3: i think they will
1: yeah mm-hmm. I mean Hoya are, are one of my few plants that don't go into dormancy throughout the winter, especially if you have them under grow lights, even if you don't, you might see some slowdown depending on how much light they're getting throughout the day. But Hoya do continue to grow for me
2: mm-hmm. It depends on the conditions you know if you're right. if they get confronted with cold weather in your house, if your house gets colder in the winter, they might not just depends yeah. on how, if they go into dormancy or not. But houseplants shouldn't go into, like, a super deep dormancy. Like, I still get few leaves here and there over the winter. Not a ton, but... Unless
1: you're... Yeah. Unless you're an alocasia, then you can um, just go straight to hell.
3: What'd you say, Nicole? <laughs>
1: Sorry. I said, unless you're an alocasia, but... Yeah,
3: that's,
4: okay.
3: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really noticed Hoya going into dormancy, but uh, I'm also in a place where it's sunnier i did want to mention because we didn't really talk about this before but like clean your windows folks inside and out when we're going into winter because you're obviously oh, gonna yeah. have a lot less sunlight and cleaning your windows will help the plants get as much as they can because light's not going to reflect off of refract off of like dust or any of that kind of stuff so just while it's still fall temps and it's not miserable be outside just give everything a wipe down inside and out just to make sure you're prepared for winter and your plants. Mm
2: -hmm. That's
3: a good idea. idea. Um, But the second question that she said is like one leaf is different than the other or different size than the other. And I find that that's semi-common especially with like new rooted cuttings of Hoya because Hoya, since there's two leaves on either node, I have a lot of Hoya that like one leaf grows and the other one dies. So Mm. it's just like that node has one leaf. Um, and they don't develop at the same time. So one side could develop the leaf quicker, which is so strange and kind of cool to think about, and the other side might not. So the side that has a smaller leaf, maybe it had like really bright conditions and didn't need to produce a leaf that was large, or maybe it was too underwatered and it didn't have enough nutrients to like build a bigger leaf. But it's nothing to be worried about um, as long as it doesn't like continually happen, in my opinion
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah thank you dawn for writing in again if you want to write to us just be sure to send us an email Email's is easier than dms sometimes we can get to all the dms sometimes it's hard sometimes they get hidden instagram's a weird place guys so just send us an email and then um don't forget to check out our latest post in today's post on instagram comment like share leave us a review all of the things and we'll see you next week Bye. 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 Bye.